What gifts have you found for yourself? Seriously, you go to all the effort of finding the perfect jumper for your uncle, or the latest designer perfume for your best friend, or the sought-after toy for your toddler niece. Even the pets get looking with gift stockings and toys for your fur babies. What about you? What kind of love are you showing for yourself if the cat comes before you? Yes, other people will get you gifts. You may even get one from your cat. But will they be what you want, or most importantly, what you need? In this episode, I'm sharing some gift ideas for what you could give yourself that are not only free, but also will have a positive impact on your life throughout the holidays and well into 2022. So grab a notebook and pen and get ready to jot them down, as this is a seasonal list full of goodies you'll want to know about. Are you ready? Then let's get started. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. I can't believe the Christmas holiday weekend is just around the corner. I have to tell you that I am a huge fan of all things Christmas. Hands up, I put my tree up and decorated it mid-November. But I love these last few days getting the final gifts and all the excitement of planning those little details for the festivities. And even if you don't celebrate the religious festival itself, this holiday period is generally when people exchange gifts or at the very least use the days off to spend with their families. That is the most important thing for me, spending time with friends and family at this time, especially what's happened in the world over the last two years. It's all the more precious, and I hope you can all be with those you love this weekend. That said, I do like the gift giving too. I love the look on people's faces when they open a gift I've found for them and they love it. It's really the best part. But I don't like to leave myself out, and I always like to slip something for myself, wrapped up prettily under the tree, to open up on the big day. I truly believe that after all the thought and time you put into shopping for others, getting a little gift just for you could be your own personal tradition. A little token to yourself to celebrate what you've achieved over the year. When you open it on Christmas Day, you can take a moment to reflect on what you've learned, how far you've come and how proud you feel of yourself. It doesn't have to be expensive, although feel free to go for it if you can. Just something that makes you feel good and is purely for your benefits, no one else's. So maybe it's a voucher for a spa, or a pack of your favourite bathing products, or tickets to a concert, or a subscription to your favourite music streaming platform. That said, the very best gifts you can give yourself cannot be wrapped, are 100% free, and are hugely impactful, and will last far longer than a bath bomb. So here are my ideas for the perfect gifts to give yourself. The first is the gift of time. This is such a precious gift and can be the hardest to find. There are two types of time you can gift yourself. The first is me time. To promise yourself that you'll carve out an amount of time just for you each week. This time is the ultimate gift of self-care. Often we can put ourselves last when in fact we should be first. You need to remember that self-care isn't selfish. If you're rested and recharged, you'll be much more fun to be around of greater help to others 
and far more able to deal with everything you need to juggle. I know it won't be easy, as we all have such busy lives, but even 10 minutes a day can make a huge difference. This time will give you headspace to think about your future and what you want, to appreciate what you have, or even just to enjoy being for a moment. Do whatever allows your mind to clear and ease, whether it's listening to music, going for a walk or a run, meditation, gardening, snuggling with your dog or cat, or taking a bath. Whatever you enjoy, as long as it doesn't feel like work, and it allows your mind to be free from the daily planning and constant whirl of thoughts. Personally, I like to go for a walk, either listening to music or in silence, or sometimes I find time first thing in the morning as the sun is coming up to curl up on my sofa with a steaming hot mug of coffee and just gaze out the window and let my thoughts drift. You could use this time to meditate or practice mindfulness if that's something you're interested in. The Headspace or Calm apps can be great for this. And what's ideal is they offer timed meditations. That's it for this time. And join me in the next episode. So you can set a specific amount of time aside. I'll leave links to both those apps in the show notes. In a 2017 independent study, it was found that practicing mindfulness meditation for 10 minutes a day improves concentration and the ability to keep information active in one's mind, a function known as working memory. The brain achieves this by becoming more efficient, literally requiring fewer brain resources to do these tasks. Amazing, right? Other benefits of mindfulness include stress reduction and increasing self-awareness and creativity. So bonus, all that for 10 minutes a day, a pretty good trade-off. If you struggle finding time to yourself in your day, try and find some time alongside the activities you already have. That could be deciding to walk for part of your commute. Or before you log in at home, go for a short walk around the block and make believe it's your commute to your home office. Or actually taking a lunch break and taking some time to yourself then, without getting involved with household chores or office chit-chat. Another option is to copy me and get up 10 minutes early and grab a coffee and just sit for 10 minutes enjoying the peace. Ideally, you'll have more than 10 minutes a day. Half an hour a day would be ideal, with maybe a bit longer once a week. But start small and see what you can manage. The second type of gift of time you could give yourself is being in the moment, appreciating the time you have. By that I mean when you spend time with your friends or loved ones, you're present and in listening and engaging with them, not thinking about what you need to do or where you should be or what's next on your never-ending list that day or that week. But really enjoy those precious moments you spend with others. Now more than ever, we know how precious every moment is. If we took it for granted in the past, We know now that time with others is not a given. Especially over the holiday period, if you can be with your loved ones, make the most of it. By all means, take photos and message friends on the day or have video chats with those who can't be there. But then put the phone or tablet away so you can't see those notifications flash up and enjoy the time with the people who are there with you. Then make a commitment to cherishing all the time you have with your friends and family in the year ahead. Keep that mantra in your head. Whenever you start worrying or thinking about other things while you're with them, say to yourself, I'm going to be in this moment. Giving yourself the gift of time is the gift that keeps on giving. The next gift you could choose is the gift of peace of mind. Now, this one can be life-changing. I'm not kidding. I've seen it happen. Peace of mind can really only come about through having a more positive mindset. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be jumping around like Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, always being super positive. 
Not only would that be exhausting for you, particularly if you're not naturally a positive person and have to fake it, but also it would be a bit much for others. This gift is to remind you to not to automatically think about the worst that could happen in a particular situation and instead focus on it all working out for the best. Now, it can be challenging at first, but like any habit, the more you practice it, the more it comes naturally. So when you find yourself thinking or saying, I probably won't get that job, or I bet it's going to rain, or knowing me, it's all going to be a disaster, just check yourself and change your negative self-talk to, I have just good a chance of anyone of getting that job, or I know the forecast is not that great, but I bet there'll be a window of sunshine at the right moment, or this is all going to work out, I can feel it. Yes, even if you are positive about how something will turn out, sometimes things may may not work out well. But being negative in advance will not help you if that happens. There is a school of thought that if you're negative in your thoughts, it's not so disappointing when a bad thing happens. I call BS on that. I am always just as upset whether whether I thought something was going to happen or not. But by being positive in your thoughts and words in advance, you save yourself all that time worrying before the outcome is known. And even if there is something difficult to deal with, you can worry about that then and not before. Saving yourself stress and pressure over something that probably will most likely will not happen. How many times have you thought negatively about something and then it all worked out and you think, why was I so worried or all that stress for nothing? It doesn't mean that you bury your head in the sand. Make sure you prepare for all eventualities, but then really believe it will work out. I always go by the old adage, prepare for the worst, but expect the best. The gift of peace of mind also follows through to how to deal with things when they don't work out. If you find yourself in a situation where your plans or hopes have gone up in smoke, rather than fall to pieces, try and think that there is probably a reason why what you wanted didn't happen as you wanted it to. Like you may have wanted to get a particular job, but are turned down after an interview, which at the time was awful, but later you find out the company was in trouble or you, and you had a narrow escape. Or perhaps you're offered something much better a few weeks later, which you would have mi- otherwise have missed out on. So there was no point feeling negative about yourself and worrying. I find this happening time after time after time with myself and many others who I've worked with. You worry about something and then it comes true, but later it turns out to be a blessing. Not 100% of the time, but most of the time. So give yourself the peace of mind that comes along with having a more positive and optimistic attitude. You won't regret it, I promise. The next gift you could give yourself is the gift of kindness. And this means being kind to yourself. We put all our efforts into being kind to others around us, forgiving them for their mistakes and giving them confidence and supporting their dreams. But we sometimes forget to be kind to ourselves particularly when it comes to our physical appearance and behaviours. Put negativity and self-criticism aside and think about all the things you love about yourself. Commit to stop only seeing your physical and behavioural faults and tell yourself kind things about that amazing body and mind of yours and all that it does for you every day. Another way to be kind to yourself is to appreciate all you've achieved, what you've done well and how far you've come in life. On a daily basis, you should remind yourself not only what you're grateful for, but what you've done to make things happen. I was reminded of this recently, actually, as I was looked back on my journal entries for 2021 and realised how many of them were about what I had not done or things that had not worked out as planned and were very light on my actual achievements. 
In 2022, I'm going to make a commitment to myself to include more of the good things and be kinder to myself. Instead of being hard on yourself for past mistakes, you need to recognise the lessons you've learned from all your choices, both good and bad. You can acknowledge that you did your best with the situation as you knew it and made the choices you were felt were best at that time. Those choices do not define you. They were in a moment of time. As you would forgive a friend, you need to forgive yourself and let go of any guilt or embarrassment you may feel and start again with a blank page. Be your own best friend and treat yourself with the kindness you would show to your nearest and dearest. And that is indeed a fantastic gift. Finally, and I think most importantly, you could give yourself the gift of chance. In other words, the permission to go for what you want in life, to make opportunities for yourself and take the chance to make your dreams a reality. By giving your desires the merit they deserve and going after them wholeheartedly without fear, you're giving yourself the most precious gift. For you to have a fulfilling and meaningful life, you have to dare to take opportunities when they come up. And you can only do that if you're looking for them and if you're giving yourself the chance and permission to take them. You don't have to physically do anything for this gift, but open your mind to the possibility that you can change your path. It's not too late or too early. You do have the ability and talent. There is no obstacle you cannot overcome, even if it's going to take you time. Your self-belief and willingness to take that chance is hugely powerful. When I decided to give myself the chance of a new career direction where I could live my passion and better use my talents, it not only enhanced my working life, but also transformed my life overall. And it's given me the freedom, purpose and fulfilment I know you're looking for. So if you only give yourself one gift this holiday season, give yourself the gift of chance, as it's the only one that ultimately will have the biggest long-term impact. The bottom line is, any of these gifts will be a wonderful addition to your virtual stocking this year. Whether you decide to choose one or all of them, or have something even better in mind, I hope it enhances your life over the holiday period and into 2022. Let me take the time to wish you and your families a very happy holiday time. I hope the days are full of laughter, relaxation, and of course, great food. That's it for this time. Join me in the next episode. And remember, everyone deserves to live their passion So get started. This is your time. Thanks so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolaohara.com forward slash podcast.